Welcome to Seizure Salad B-Side Diaries. I'm your host and electrostatic meat sack, Mike B-Side. Hope you all are doing okay. I've, I've had better weeks. It's been a rough, rough two, three weeks, actually. Um, yeah, there's been some really good ups, but there's been some pretty dark and uh, painful downs, too. Man, change is, is painful. It's hard. Change is hard. I guess that's why we fear change, don't we? Um, I guess I'll keep you get you caught up here. I, last we talked, I was really kind of looking forward to the follow-up meeting uh, with my neurology team and uh, spoke to the physician's assistant. Um, and yeah, they're not going to start tests yet. They've got a brand new fancy on the market drug that they want me to try. It's supposed to supposed to deal with the neurological misfires differently than other neuroinhibitors. And they're thinking it might be able to take care of the different seizure types I have instead of focusing just on one. Um, and that might, might do the trick. So, so when, when two years ago I went in and my neurosurgeon said he wasn't going to make me a lab rat, I'm kind of feeling like, like I'm, uh, I'm kind of feeling like I'm a lab rat now. So, we counted, and I think this is number eight. I'm on my eighth medication that we're trying uh, to see if it's going to work. So uh, it hurts, man. It hurts. And I was pissed off. Um, you know, my neurotherapist said that she wanted to do more tests this summer because she thought the scalp negative seizures uh, were pretty stereotypical of epileptic activity and not non-epileptic activity. And then my neurosurgeon, after the successful sleep study, was like, yeah, now I know where your grandmas are coming from, right there in the frontal temporal lobe, T2, T4 area. I could get in there almost with my eyes closed and get that out. So I got the two head neurologists on my team telling me fairly similar stuff that we're going to go ahead with these procedures. And then and then the physician's assistant comes up and says, oh, we don't know enough about where it is to go forward with any procedures, and and so we're going to put you on more drugs. Well, wait a minute. Wasn't me going back in and doing more testing part of that whole discovery process, get more information? So, yeah, Um Really, really confusing. And and it's just the joy of, of a neurology patient having to deal with this kind of back and forth on, on my treatment. I'd love, love them to talk to each other and then come to me with like a plan. You know, they, they can... I'm encouraged to use the online health portal and, and I've got my profile set up. I'm diligent. And I go in and underneath my action plan, they don't even have a plan of action for me yet. So am I even a part of their system? Or are they just throwing spaghetti at, at the wall thinking, okay, this might stick? You know what I mean? Are they, are they fucking talking to each other? I read the notes of what the doctors say. I don't just wait for them to tell me and go, oh, okay. No, I'm reading. I'm being proactive about this stuff. I know what each doctor and each nurse and each physician's assistant says in their notes about our visits. I read the after-visit summaries. So don't tell me that, you know, somebody thinks this when their notes are specifically telling me otherwise. So sometimes it almost feels like doctors assume 
that you're not paying attention or maybe they assume too little. Maybe they need to maybe they need to give some of their patients a little more credit. I don't know. Uh, now that that tirade is over, though, um, it, it, I could be pissed off about this forever, but I'll probably still get heated up when I talk about it. But uh, it, it started to after I let it fume and, and I worked hard not to punch a wall for a couple of days. But um, I started to think about it. I started to think about how I was thinking about it and how I was looking at the management control and recovery, I was looking to other people and other things for for a cure, for for this kind of let's get this fixed and move on. It, it was almost, I'm still, I was still in the fix it and forget it mindset, even though I knew it was going to take, it's going to take a lot longer than a knee rebuild or something. I was still, I realized it when I really got honest with myself that I was still in that fix it and forget it thing. And I had to think about it differently. I, I have to stop looking for a cure or looking at it as curing this epilepsy. I'm not going to cure it. It's part of me. I need to look at healing, look into the healing side of it. That is that is going to bring the ownership of this condition and my ability to to go beyond it under my control again my hands because it's my journey it's not theirs it's no one else's it's mine and i'm going to need a lot of help along the way yes but in the in the end at the end of the day i am responsible for my healing. And so my shift, and, and I'm still going through it, you know, there's still, obviously you could tell with, with the, the obvious frustration in my voice earlier on talking about this, I would love for quote unquote, a cure to happen, but you know, that's a crapshoot. That's shooting bows and arrows at the moon, man. May or may not hit something here, but why not do everything I can to heal in the meantime. And then there is always that distinct possibility that I might not need that cure down the road. So that's where my headspace is now. I've reached out to some friends and I've reached out to my younger brother. I uh, pulled out some some documents that he had sent me, some rambling thoughts that he had on things that helped him um, through his seizure journey uh, over the years. So I need to start putting this in practice. And it's it's going to be a regimen change, but it's necessary if I want to take ownership of my own healing. So that's what I'm going to do. It's going to be an interesting journey, but it'll be fun. It'll be fun, right? Take care of yourselves. We'll catch you later. Keep in touch. We got some episodes coming up. Uh, hopefully, you have a chance to record some random foster cluckery here soon as well. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining me today. We'll see you soon. Till then, drive fast, take chances, unexpect the expected, and remember, it's all in your head. Be good to yourselves. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done.
Seizure Salad, Foster Cluck Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Michael Ball. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Original logo painting by Brent Olson of Olson Studios. High-resolution MRI image of Micah's brain provided by the Rockstar Lab Techs at UC Health Neurology in Denver. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat. Just keep listening and join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, unexpect the expected and remember that it's all in your head. You ever had a grand mal seizure in gym class? That whiplash back when life was dishing out pimp slaps? Fed up and we've all been better, but I'm set to step up, never let up, cause the fall is just a setup now to get up. Regret will never get the better of me with the sawed off. When I'm having trouble talking, someone knocks my writer's block off. And if my my eyes glaze and my knees drift south. And you ever think to stick a credit card in my mouth? I take MasterCard and Visa for my risk rewards. I'm not biting my tongue. Why don't you bite yours? It's all too much.